Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 111, which we're recording on Monday, March 28th, 2016. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we're recording on location today. We are parked looking out over the beach at the Yacht Harbor in Santa Cruz. We're midway between the Yacht Harbor and the Santa Cruz Wharf. And it is spring break for some schools in the area, so there will be some ambient noise. But it is a beautiful day and we couldn't resist. <laughs> it's absolutely gorgeous. And if you hear in the background, <laughs> that's the roller coaster going by. <laughs> yeah, the boardwalk is, I don't know, not quite a quarter mile to our right hand side, but there are occasionally the wind is blowing the sounds of the screaming happy people yeah. in this direction. So that would be this, the explanation for any screaming you hear. Yeah, so the boardwalk, wharf, off to our right, off to the left is the Yacht Harbor. I can see the Walton Lighthouse sitting there, looking out across the bay. You can't see the, all the way across because it's foggy in the middle, the way it usually is. But So we can't see you, Anne. I'm waiting. <laughs> but we can see down. I can see the smokestacks in Moss Landing, which is on Highway 1 on the way to Monterey. It's a beautiful day. Yep, just except for that haze that is obscuring Monterey and Carmel yeah. for us. <laughs> so from here, it just looks like there is no end to the ocean in front right. of us, <laughs> even though we know there is an end in front of us because we are on a bay. But there's the Santa Cruz beauty update. Sorry for all of you who might be cold as you're listening to this right now. And what are you wearing? I am wearing today my fancy cardi oh, by Hohi so Locatelli. <laughs> I actually took it off before we started recording because it is a fiercely windy day today. But once you get in the car and the wind isn't billowing, then it gets warm. So I took it off. But I absolutely love this sweater. I think I just talked about it last episode. Yeah, you had just finished it. Yeah, I knit mine in the Western Sky Knits Merino Silk Sock. So it's a 50 Merino 50 Silk Blend that just feels lovely and luscious. It is a, I, I almost said confetti. It's not confetti. It kind of looks it's like a speckle. <laughs> it does kind of look like confetti. I almost said confetti yarn. It's speckled yarn. And it looks really nice in this sweater. Very, very nice. I'm really happy with the way this turned out. I'm sure I'll be wearing it quite a bit. And how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? I am wearing my Secret Cove Cowl, which is a recent finish that I did, a pattern by Rosemary Hill. And it's really just a very, very light cowl because as Charlene said, it's been wickedly windy, still is, and that means I'm cold most of the time, but right now in the warm car, it's just perfect. We were both saying that it's nice to feel warm today. Yes. We're blocked <laughs> out of the wind. Cold. Yeah, yeah, the car's going to get plenty warm. But that's what I'm wearing. Nice little light layer of Malabrigo lace around my neck. It's just perfect. What have you been stalking lately? Well, because of my impending trip, to Denver, Colorado. Impending doesn't sound bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> my about to go to Colorado in a few Upcoming. days, actually. We are recording this a few days early because of the trip. I figured, I think I mentioned this last time, I figured I'd better make a hat because I, I couldn't find the perfect hat that I wanted to wear amongst my hat hats. And I think I purged a bunch of hats a couple years ago. So I have been looking at hat patterns, the first of which is a really cute one with a very descriptive name of women's peaked cap. <laughs> <laughs> and it is actually a pattern by the Peyton's Yarn Company. It's a pattern that's available for free on Ravelry, and it is a crocheted hat. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. It's got, I, I don't It's almost know. like a newsboy. Yes. With a little brim. Yes. And I'm not sure what you call this stitch. I'm, it looks like a stitch where... It's almost like a popcorn, but not quite. Uh, yeah. It's not quite as textured, but it's a little textured. It looks like maybe it's an increase and then a decrease into one type of crochet stitch. And it's got a little tiny fold-up brim with a button 
on the side, which I That's really like. Cute. Isn't that really cute? You could get great use out of an accent button. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. I really like that one. And it's That's a crochet hat, and I haven't done crochet in a while. So even though that hat won't be made in time for the trip to Denver, Colorado, <laughs> I would like to make it sometime. The second one I have been stocking is called the Hinagiku hat. H-I-N-A-G-I-K-U. Hinagiku hat by 8-7-Knit. And this one is also a free pattern on Ravelry. Similar type texture to the last hat, but this one is just a traditional rounded br ribbed brim, but it has that texture and it can be slouchy or not slouchy. Slit in the round, bottom up. What else can I say? It's pretty basic. Oh, that's super cute. But it's got a nice little stitch to it. It kind of reminds me of your Cupido cowl. It does. Stitch. It does. Or maybe it's the yarn kind of looks sim it, look similar. Yeah. Yeah. And what is the weight yarn? It is knit in DK weight yarn. It's pretty. Yeah. Okay, the third hat I have been stocking is called Kaya May. It is a pattern by Jamie Hoffman. It is also another free Ravelry download pattern. And it is a very cute color work hat with random speckles, I guess. There's confetti again. It, it is. It's kind of yeah. confetti. The color work <laughs> the color work is in there. There's just like little random stitches of color and then they get closer and closer and closer as you get to the top until it becomes all the colored yarn and the most of the samples that Jamie has on her pattern page they use a color changing yarn a um, variegated yarn mm -hmm. so you see one stitch of all these different colors randomly 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 getting closer and closer together until you get to the top where the hat has then changed into the variegated yarn having started in a solid yarn at the bottom. Very, very cute. Knit in worsted weight yarn. And some of the combos are just so wonderful. Just like with many projects on Ravelry, I spent far too much time looking through the projects to see all the color, <laughs> all the wonderful color combos, because that, it, it's just really fun. There are people who use solids, so it changes from one color to the next, but I personally really like the way that it works out with the variegated. That looks so, very cute. Yeah, I really like that one. Yes, exactly. So another hat that I think would be a really good use for speckled or variegated yarn if you have part of a skein and you're not quite sure what to do with it. I forgot to mention the sizing. The two previous hats are sized for women. This hat is sized for babies 6 to 12 months, but just like with anything else, if you add in the right multiple of stitches, you can size it up to an adult size very, pretty, fairly easily, I think, with a little bit of math. So how about you? What are you stocking? I wrote here, <coughs> excuse me, that I'm in fantasy knitting mode. <laughs> and I do have to apologize, too, if I've been sniffling. Allergies are in high everybody right now who mm -hmm. suffers from allergies is getting hit hard because of the wind and my eyes have been running and red and itchy and I'm sniffly so I apologize if I'm sniffling on air but I am fantasy knitting lately <laughs> I'm thinking about what sweater I'm going to cast on next and I have a list of five that like the top five from my queue right now and the fancy cardi is one of them so the cardigan that Charlene just mentioned the Hohilo Catelli one, although I don't know what yarn of mine and stash I would use. So that's one of the few that I have high up in my want to cast on list that doesn't already have yarn attached to it. Mm -hmm. So we'll <laughs> see because I love yours and the speckled yarn. Yeah. So we'll see. That's fun to dream about. That's the fantasy yarn, knitting. Yes. That's why <laughs> instead of stocking, this is more fantasy knitting. You yeah. know, you're you're laying there trying to fall asleep at night and all these combinations of <laughs> patterns and yarn flow through your head and you fall asleep thinking about your knitting. 
The second one is Citadel, another Hohe sweater, and these are both from her Authentic collection. And Citadel, Kathy of Straight Fork Farms just finished one for her self-indulgent knit that is phenomenal. And she used Imperial Stock Ranch, Erin, which is the same yarn I want to use, but I'm using the one that was dyed by Madeline Tosh. It's already wound and ready to go, so that's a top five sweater where I do have the yarn picked out, ready to go. All I'd need to do is swatch. So that one's high up on the list. The third is Breathing Space, which is a Vera Valley Mackey pattern from the Interpretations 3 collection. We mm -hmm. talked about it last episode. A lot of people have already cast on yeah, this Yeah, they have. I've been seeing lots of different versions on Instagram. I know. It <laughs> makes it so tempting because I have a couple different combinations in stash that I think would be really, really cute in that sweater. But Oh, we'll see. So that's number three. Number four is a sweater that I've never talked about on the podcast before. Just saw it for the first time at Stitches. It's called Veronica, and that's with a K, by Julie Weisenberger, who is Coco Knits. Oh. And we met Kim and Marcy, and Marcy was wearing it in a beautiful bright yellow. And she is XC Horse on Ravelry, if you want to go see her really pretty Veronica sweater. It is a positive ease sweater that also has tight fitted sleeves, similar to boxy, but the shape is different than boxy. And it has curved bottoms and the bottoms kind of come together right under the arm. So it defies description really. And she didn't have much of a description at all on Ravelry because I looked hoping that she would describe it for me so that I wouldn't <laughs> have to try to do it. But it's a really interesting sweater it looks like it would be, one, the most comfortable sweater ever. And it's knit in fingering weight. I would use lace weight. And I have my Cosmic Wonder Dust Madeline Tosh lace. Mm -hmm. That would be really, really cute. It might be a little too loud, though. I'll have to swatch it and see. But really, really nice sweater. Very plain stockinette. There's ribbing at the bottom, the bottom hem. I'm sure there is at the cuff and probably at the collar as well. Other than that, it's knitting the round, bottom up, all stockinette. So it might get a little bit tedious, but it would also be good social knitting, I think, mm -hmm. like for the retreat. Yeah. So that's high up on the list. And it's Veronica good. by Coco Knits. And then the fifth one is Woodford's by Elizabeth Doherty. And Charlene knit this a while ago. I had it on my top stocking list from Stitches because I did buy yarn for it at Stitches. So that's another one that I have yarn already in stash. That isn't wound yet, so I'd have to wind that. But that's definitely on the top five, maybe going to happen. And Shasta, Shasta Lock wants to knit that as well. So mm -hmm. she and I might do a little knit along for that. Ooh. So that helps elevate it in the <laughs> fantasy knitting queue because if I'm knitting it with somebody else, well, that makes it more exciting. So that's my fantasy knitting those five sweaters and let's see one two three of them are cardigans and two of them are pullovers i'm kind of in a pullover mood too are you so we'll see i don't know if that'll weigh in or not it, you never know when you're in fantasy knitting mode if it's the style that's going to move <laughs> you or the yarn that's going to move you or the color that's going to yeah. move you or the fact that someone else is knitting it there are so many variables that come into play yeah so we'll see what i choose I'm I am enjoying it immensely though. It's one of the <laughs> fantasy knitting mode is a problem though because it takes away from actual knitting time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like stocking on Ravelry takes away from actual knitting time. Exactly. Yeah. And fantasy knitting I think is just less directed than stocking. <laughs> stocking I actually have more of a focus. Fantasy knitting I'm kind of just lollygagging around. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Fix-A-Stitch. They are our sponsor for this episode. Ever face the tedious task of having to drop down and correct a mistake in your knitting? The Fix-A-Stitch is here to help. It's a double-ended tool that uses a patented method to change stitches from knit to purl or purl to knit, quick and easy. Check our website for great tutorials and other ways to use it. The tool comes in a package of three for light, medium, or bulky weights. A lace weight tool is sold separately. Fix-A-Stitch is available at local yarn shops around the country. More information is available at www.fixastitch.com. 
And you can also see the blog ad in the Yarning Axe show notes. Mm -hmm. And we did a review of Fix-A-Stitch a few episodes back, and we will link yeah. to that in the show notes as well. It's a really cool little tool. It's one of those things that's nice to have in your notions bag because... I've been dropping stitches a lot. <laughs> well, I find that, you know what I've been doing more lately? Instead of dropping stitches, I've actually been, instead of knit, I purl. Or instead of purl, I knit. And then I have to fix that stitch on the next round. I do that when I sleep knit all the time. I'll be in the midst of stockinette and randomly switch to ribbing. Isn't that the or, worst yes. thing? Yeah. It's like your muscle memory when you're sleep knitting knows something that your brain, yes. I mean... You don't even have to be awake and you just it's keep crazy. knitting. It's, it's bizarre. Crazy. But yeah, it does. That's when I most often substitute the wrong stitch. But even like yesterday, I was working on ribbing that was three knit, one purl. So it's a different pattern of ribbing yeah. than I'm used to doing. So I would find that, oops, I did it again and I, you know, <laughs> blew it and I'd have to fix the stitch on the next time around. So what are you knitting, Sherwin? I am knitting my Heartfelt Cardigan by Vera Volimaki using Madeline Tosh Twist Light in a new-to-me color that I've never seen before called Coquette De. Although... That's what you're using! Yes! Because didn't you cast on like the day after we recorded last? Or I even that think same so. Day? Very close. Mm -hmm. Very close. Because I, for some reason, we had talked about... Well, we had talked about the Heartfelt Cardigan, mm -hmm. and I had just decided to make that yarn purchase. We got the twist light in at the store where I work and this coquette de was a new to me color I'd seen the regular coquette before mm -hmm. I'm to be honest I'm not quite sure what the difference is maybe this one looks a little bit darker although it's on a different base so it's hard to tell because the colors look different on different right. bases anyway and what do you think of the twist light so far oh I love it oh. I absolutely <laughs> love it it's a, a little bit lighter yarn than the Madeline Tosh sock. Mm -hmm. I think the sock has mm, 390 yards, 380 yards to a skein, something like that. Whereas the Twist Light has 420. So it's a little bit lighter yarn, but it's really round, really... I just, I love, the, I do love the twist. I love those tight twist yarns. And I love the just ever so slightly lighter weight too, because I really like my fingering weight sweaters and to have it just be that little bit lighter weight makes it just that much easier for me to get gauge. I'm going to have to try <laughs> I really like it. I'm very happy with it. So we had just talked about how I liked the Heartfelt Cardigan, and I had just made the decision to purchase this yarn, and lo and behold, it really seemed like the perfect match for the sweater. Awesome. <laughs> so you had talked about how fantasy knitting, you never really know what's going to grab you, whether it's going to be the pattern, or the yarn, or a color, or a type of garment. In my case, a lot of times what grabs me and takes the piece from that arena of being fantasy knitting into what I'm actually knitting. Reality knitting. Yeah, reality <laughs> knitting is that match, that perfect match when I feel like I've found the perfect yarn for a pattern. I love that feeling. I love that feeling too. <laughs> yeah. Then when I find that perfect yarn to go with that perfect pattern, that is what I must cast on. <laughs> well, good. That's always, that's the best incentive for knitting. Is it is. You just know that, through and through, this is it. Yes. Yes. So that is actually the only thing I've been knitting for the past few days. I've been working on some other things that I've finished that you'll hear about in a little bit. And what do you think about the pattern so far? I really like it. I've been using my Circa counter. I put a photo up on Instagram this morning when I was putting all my supplies away after having almost fallen asleep last night while knitting this. I, I could not, last night when I was knitting, for some reason I was on a, on a pearl row and I was so sleepy that I could not find it in myself to finish this row. 
I kept um, getting confused, and it's just a pearl back row. I don't know what confused me. <laughs> I picked it up this morning, finished the row, and put all my things away quite easily. But I'm using my Circa counter on that, too, which is really fun because I need to keep track. There's a 48-row chart that I need to keep track of. There's a four-row repeat that I need to keep track of. And then there's, I need to keep track of how many times I've done the four row repeat. So it's perfect. There's three things that I need to keep track of. Nice. So the circuit counter came out. I'm using it. It works great for this project. I'm so happy I have it. <laughs> I was using mine for my Arabella until I ripped Arabella. Same thing. Mm. I was keeping track of several different yeah. stitch patterns with different row counts. It's nice. It was very nice. It was very convenient. It's it, the perfect it tool is. for that. It really is. And I know that there are digital counters that will do that, and I've said it before, but I'd rather not run the battery down on my device yeah. <laughs> for a stitch counter when I can use something that, that's the equivalent of a clicker just as easily without a battery. Yep. So I'm very happy with that. Very cool. So what are you knitting? I am knitting, so the sweater that I talked about last episode, my hoodie shawl cardi, I ripped. Oh, you I've, did? Yes, I've done more ripping in the month of May than I have done knitting. <laughs> March. March. Thank you. And A <laughs> doesn't mean May. Okay, so <laughs> I had been raving about it when we were recording last. I was really enjoying the knitting, and I was striping turquoise and gray, a very light gray. And then I added the variegated Frozen from Western Sky Knits and... The three colors just didn't play well together. The variegated was too light against the turquoise and light gray. Oh. And I just knew, you know how you knit a couple rows and you just know, but you haven't quite convinced yourself, so you just keep knitting yeah. anyways. So I knit quite a bit before I just admitted to myself, no, you don't like this combination. Oh, so that's too bad. Yeah, it's, but, you know, I'd rather rip it than... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was the mm -hmm. right thing to do, so... I have contacted Heather of Western Sky Knits because her dark gray District 12 yarn is, I think, my new favorite dark gray. And that sweater will be perfect if I substitute the light gray for a dark gray. So I will cast that on again, but right now it is wound back into little balls. <laughs> and I'm, I've actually cast on with the light gray for a new project. And that new project is the Chromaticity Cowl, oh, yeah. which is a pattern by Miriam Felton. It's a pattern that Charlene and I both noticed stitches 2014. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So two years ago. Mm -hmm. And my friend Monica actually sent me the pattern as a gift. And I'm going to see her at the retreat in April. And I really wanted to have it done for the retreat. Oh, nice. It's, it's a really pretty fingering weight cowl. And it has a main color and then six rounds of polka dots in different colors. So That's really cute. Yeah. And I bought, actually... Um, Krista from Pigeon Roof Studios gave me and Charlene each a beautiful little set of mini skeins. I was holding the mini skein set called Dirty Rainbow in my hand and we turned around and Krista said, I really wanted to give you guys each one of these little mini skein sets. And it was like, oh my gosh, you are so <laughs> sweet. And I was just about to buy one. So I'm using her Dirty Rainbow American Sock, which is an all-American wool base. And it's dirty rainbow because the colors are just slightly darker yeah. than a true red or a true orange. And they're going to be perfect with this light gray, which is the Dragonfly Fibers Silver Fox Genie Sock. So perfect color combination. And it's funny because I had that dirty rainbow and I had the rest of my knitted wit sparkly gray that I used in Spectrum. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's what the they're going to combine to be that cowl mm -hmm. but the gray was just too dark against the dirty rainbow oh. colors so I thought oh I need a light gray I don't have a light gray and then I didn't like the light gray in the hoodie shawl cardigan oh, so I ripped that out and I, mean, I cast on that light gray wow. right away so it kind of worked out really wow, well right it did. yeah it did. so the way the yarn fairies work sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it worked in my favor of course I do have to knit most of the top of a sweater again but that's okay it'll be better the second time around. So that's the Chromaticity Cowl by Miriam Felton. Some other things I'm knitting right now, I cast on my mint sweater, which oh, is the yay. pattern by Ann Ginger, who is AG so-and-so on Ravelry. And Ann has been 
fabulous helping me customize this pattern for myself. She is awesome and I actually got to spend the afternoon with her on Saturday in Pebble Beach and we had so much fun and she checked the sweater out for me and made sure that it was fitting right and we were talking about how I described it on the last episode. I had said something about how it's kind of an elevated sweatshirt but I didn't want to kind of use that in a derogatory way about the pattern describing it as something so casual because it has such nice design details and she said no 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 I when you said that on the podcast I thought that's exactly what I modeled it after hmm. she said what I was thinking of was a track jacket oh yeah so you know how track jackets like the waistband have stripes in them mm -hmm. and the piping along the edges. exactly yeah. so that's what she that was kind of one of her inspirations that's what it has always looked like to me yes. and that's exactly mm -hmm. what she had in mind yeah so the sweater construction is really cool. You do the bottom band widthwise, short ways. Is that right? Yeah, widthwise. So you're mm -hmm. working in short little back and forth okay. rows. So it takes a while to do the bottom band, but she has a really cool piping stitch that she does. So you end up with these five piping areas in the waist area. Well, it's not the waist, it's the bottom band of the sweater. Hips hips and then you pick up stitches along the top of that and then knit up from there nice. so it's bottom up from that bottom band and she helped me work out the increases and decreases for my size because my hips are larger than my bust and I'm not perfectly symmetrical so mm -hmm. my hips are larger than the waist and the breadth the bust area so my bust is smaller than you know if I had picked a 34 and a half inch bust and knit it per pattern the hips would have been too tight right. so she's been great at helping me figure all that out nice. i'm up to the underarm so i'm about to split for the Ooh, fronts wow. and the back you've gotten pretty far on that yeah i once i was going i was just smoking it's <laughs> worsted weight neighborhood fiber company oh, that's right studio it's worsted, worsted weight yarn yep zoom zoom <laughs> excuse me so yeah it zooms really fast i'm using wooden needles that are super pretty and this yarn just slides right off it's mostly stockinette. She has beautiful design details where the increases and decreases are at princess seams instead of on the side, which I love that detail. There are also pockets, and the construction of the pockets was interesting. So the pockets are all finished. I'm ready to start the top and bottom. And then you do a three needle bind off for the shoulders. You pick up stitches for the collar, and you do the piping stitch for the collar as well, and you work some short rows in the shoulder shaping which is really pretty and then you knit the sleeves bottom up and seam them and there are the front bands which is i-cord there's an i-cord front treatment on the fronts and there's a zipper that you sew into mm -hmm. the fronts so it will be done by the retreat i think maybe yeah. i don't think i'll have the zipper sewn in at that point but and let's see so that's the mint sweater by ann ginger I also went over to the dark side and started my sock yarn memory blanket, <laughs> the little mitered squares. And that is a pattern. There are several patterns out there on Ravelry. Most yeah. of them are free. The one that I decided to use is by Tiki Knits, Georgie Nicholson, who used to be Georgie Hallam. And I've knit five or six little mitered squares and I'm using a dark gray border on each of the squares to give it some visual relief from one square to the next because mm -hmm. I didn't like all of the colors mashed together. So mine's a little different that way and that's thanks to Prairie Girl Danny. That was her, I think she called it her stained glass blanket that I fell in love with. Mm. So yeah, I'm over on the dark side. Thanks Jen, thanks Uli, thanks everybody else who taunted me and tempted me over. And then the other thing I'm knitting is the Small Flower Mitts pattern, which is a free pattern on Ravelry by Pinaguri who is Anne, and she's the same designer who did the Angry Sheep cardigan that I yes. knit. And these mitts are so adorable. They're little fingering weight mitts, and they have one round or band of color work that are little flowers offset by some different colors. And then the body of the mitt is kind of a lace eyelet pattern. And it's they're just adorable. And with all of the recent knits that I finished in gray and turquoise or teal, I found the same similar colors to work that little flower section mm -hmm. and they're going to cool. be a good combination for all of the recent things that I've finished. And that's part of 
Stash and Burns keep it small, knit along for the year. March is for mitts, so I have to get those done in the next couple of days. But the, it's a super cute free pattern, and I highly recommend it. And you mentioned that you finished some things recently, haven't I you? I have. I've finished a couple of things. First thing is my Looking Ahead hat by Vera Valamaki. I mentioned that I wanted a hat to take to Denver just in case it was cold, because if I didn't bring one, then it would be freezing. So <laughs> so I'm taking my hat as precautionary so that the weather is warmer and maybe I won't need it. Makes sense, right? Yep. It's just like if you wash your car, it's going to rain. Yes. So the Looking Ahead hat is from the Interpretation 3 collection that Gail and I stocked last episode. I knit mine in abstract fiber Rothko that I had left over from knitting my true cardigan. And it was an easy, quick hat. A It's a textured stitch just made with a pa repeated pattern of knits and purls round and round. I believe it's a four row repeat. And I embellished mine with a little tiny furball. It's really cute. <laughs> Instead of a pom-pom, I went and bought one of the little fur balls to put on top. My hat is gray, and the fur ball has white and black hairs in it. Hairs? Hairs. <laughs> I guess I don't know how to describe it. It's faux, faux fur. So white and black furs or hairs. I don't know. It's super cute, though. Yeah. I'm really happy with the hat, and that's all in the pile with all my things to take. Hopefully I won't forget to take it because that would be just like me to make the hat and then forget to bring it. Oh, so <laughs> you don't want a cold head. And the second thing I finished is another hat with the same yarn because I'm really trying to use up all of this yarn. Is it a never ending yarn ball? If you recall, we They're bought those skeins, huge, yeah. I think they were 700 yard skeins mm -hmm. at Stitches West 2015. They had a special special jumbo skeins mm -hmm. of the Rothko because their usual Rothko skeins are I think half that size. And they discontinued it because I tried and to buy did, more. Yes. <laughs> yes. But we both really like the yarn. And so this hat is going to be just a charity hat. It was just a textured design that I made up as I went and I knit that while I was at basketball games last weekend, two weekends ago, something like that. The third thing that I've finished is a pattern, a free pattern on Ravelry called the Very Gifted Cowl. And this pattern is by Church Mouse Yarns and Teas. And it's actually more of a recipe kind of than a pattern. Because what it does is it gives numbers for cast-ons and lengths for different yarn weights so oh, that's cool yeah so if you're using a worsted weight or a fingering weight it gives you the numbers and then based on how tall you want the hat, hat how tall you want the cowl it tells you approximately how many yards per inch of height of the cowl you will need so you have to do a little bit of figuring a little bit of math you have to know your gauge and needle size but once you get those few simple things figured out, it's pretty basic because it's just a stockinette stitch cowl with a pearl ridge on the edge. So what really made this stockinette stitch cowl special was the yarn. It is a 60% merino, 40% cashmere from North Light Fibers, which is a new to us yarn company that we saw at Stitches West in February. Very soft and very lovely to work with and I wasn't sure who this cowl was going to be for. I, I still don't know if it's going to be for me or if it's going to be for somebody else and I knit mine in a, it's a soft gray with a little bit of black in there too. It looks like it was the, the fibers were were dyed before and then at, when they blended as they made the yarn. So the two colors are kind of twisted in together 
a little bit unevenly, just kind of heathered, very lovely. But the point is that it could be, it's, it's a good man color. So this cowl oh, is simple gotcha. enough to be for a guy, but it's really soft. So I may end up keeping it. We'll see. <laughs> but the yarn was really wonderful to work with. It was it, so soft in the hang. So oh. soft. It just yeah. made me fantasize about knitting something bigger and very luxurious. Gail has a different yarn, so we'll probably I'll be talking for next episode. Yeah, we'll I'll try. probably be talking about their yarns and the yarn company has an interesting story too so we'll yeah. probably be talking a little bit about them in the future yeah and it's very very nice people yeah they were fun and speaking of knitting for men or possible knitting for men max was so thrilled with the frozen colorway by kim yeah. from western sky knits when i was knitting it up he kept saying oh that's so pretty oh mommy that's so pretty you can knit socks for me in that color oh, really? if you want. so yes i ordered a skein from kim Luckily, she had one dyed up, so she's already sent it to me. So oh, wow. Max's socks for Christmas will be in the frozen color. Oh, wow. Yes. You can knit a pair of socks for me in that color, Mom. You can. Isn't he sweet? Yes. <laughs> okay. So those are the things I have finished. What have you finished, Gail? I've finished one wee project. So besides all the frogging I've done in the month of March... I did finish Zuzu's Petals, which is a pattern by Karina Spencer. I have knitted at least twice before, and I know, Charlene, you've knitted at least once or twice as mm -hmm. well. I think it's like the original cow hybrid, cow shawl hybrid, or scowl, as Jenny would say, from <laughs> Stash and Burn. It is started knit flat, back and forth, and then kind of in a triangle if I remember correctly, in a as if you're knitting a triangle-shaped shawl. And then it's joined in the round at a certain point, and then you start the lace pattern, which is very, very simple. So if you've not knit lace before, it's a good first lace pattern. It's written for sport or worsted weight yarns, and there are many, many, many beautiful examples on Ravelry. There are some, my favorites, I think, are the gradient colorways mm -hmm. that people have knitted yeah. in. But I used a very special yarn called Straight Fork Farms Alpaca. Kathy is Straight Fork on Ravelry. She's been a member of our group for a really long time. She's a very, very nice woman. And she sent me and Charlene each a skein to try. And we have a skein for a giveaway for the self-indulgent knit-along. And I used that yarn. Mine was, I think it was called Caribbean. And it's greens and blues. And it's beautiful. And it is so soft. And I knit my friend Melissa a hat at Christmas time that was blue and green variegated, much brighter colors and mm -hmm. more blue. When I finished the cowl and I was blocking it, I was thinking to myself, wow, this is a really soft alpaca. I could wear this and not itch. And then I thought, oh, Melissa, this would look really, really good with that hat that I knit for her. It's a shame that she doesn't like to wear things around her neck. Well, she recently cut her hair very, very short and her neck has been cold. So... <laughs> She happened to be at the house when I was taking it off the blocking pins because it has little points from the lace work. And when I was taking it off, oh no, I had posted on Instagram and she responded saying something about it would look really good with her hat. So when I was taking it off of the blocking pins, I said, I thought it would look really good with your hat too, but I was worried you wouldn't wear something around your neck. And she said, my neck's been really cold. So I stood there and weaved in the ends right in front of her and handed her the cowl. And that was about five days ago. And on our run this morning, I asked her for a report and she said, it's very, very soft. Oh, nice. She said, if I was sweating in it, it would probably itch. And her skin is really sensitive. And she said, it's completely soft. It's completely luxurious. She was wearing it with her hat and feeling very stylish. And, you know, one is more muted than the other, but they look really good together. Nice. So I highly recommend that yarn. For people who, like I, have a sensitivity to alpaca and need the softer alpaca if you're going to be wearing it next to skin soft. So thank you very much for that yarn, Kathy. I highly recommend it. And the Zuzu's Petals pattern, I also highly recommend. It's a fun knit. It's a quick knit. I think I knit it in two evenings. Yeah, it is a very <clears throat> fast knit. I don't think... It, it doesn't take like much 200 yarn. yards yeah. roughly of yeah. I think it called for a little bit more than that in I the think pattern it does, but yeah. I didn't I didn't use you more than two-thirds of yeah. the skein and I knit the whole pattern I mean I did it 
I didn't measure my gauge. Yeah. I admit, so maybe my gauge was <laughs> off, but I did. I do have about a hundred yards of the but it ball worked. left. <laughs> yeah, it worked beautifully. It looks so pretty. So that was Zuzu's petals, and that's the only thing I finished. Oh, good. Shall we go on to prizes? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited! So we, ha- I'm gonna jewel- do the jewel designs prize first. That was the giveaway from our review last episode. Jewel Designs was our sponsor, and she is giving away one of her Matisse closures. Mm-hmm. And the winner of that was number 16, who is Pearl Girl Jen. And you would recognize her by her rainbow avatar. She is getting a kiss by a young girl, and there's a rainbow overlay on her avatar. If you saw it, you'd recognize it instantly. <laughs> so I was super excited that she won because she's a frequent poster in the group. And congratulations, Jen. We nice. will get in touch with you, or we'll wait for you to hear this. Yes. And then please contact yeah. me, and I will get that Matisse closure sent to you. So yay! Congratulations, Jen. And we had 157 people enter the self-indulgent Italy. Wow. 157. Nice. 260 projects. Wow. So the majority of you knit more than one thing. Some of you knit like six things. So I was just <laughs> amazed at the beautiful, beautiful projects that were just gloriously photographed and shown in the group. I was so excited. And we have 20 prizes. Okay, so the first prize is, is from... a skein of yarn from Barb of Spencer Hill Yarns, whose Ralph name is Blue Canary. And the winner is number 29, Vanessa Polo, who knit a shawlette. Yeah, and Vanessa is the one who does the planned pooling cowls and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's given she's sponsored prizes on the episode yes, before. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I ordered a skein of Barb's yarn. She recently put a picture up in our coupons thread. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I, I ordered the pink that. one that I oh, asked her. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just could not do it. So I will have... A personal report on her yarn. <laughs> Perfect. The next winner gets a pattern from Brenda Castile, who is good stuff on Ravelry. And we have three of those. The first one was post number 80, who is Tug's owner. And that's Julie from Michigan. And you knit the beautiful Old Town cardigan, which is so pretty. That was a winner in my book. And the second, second pattern from Brenda Castile is... Smassy MSC, who is Sarah from Toronto, for her woodland hoodlet. Yeah, there's a lot of dust on my... <laughs> Since we're in the bright, bright sunlight, all the dust on my laptop screen is not helping this be legible. The next Brenda Castile pattern goes to number post number 19, who is Collie 75, Nicole from Illinois, and you knit that beautiful encadre or encadre cowl. It is white with like a framework of gray pinstripes that go vertically and horizontally. It's so pretty. Nice. It's really cool. Next, we have a project bag from Zoe, who is Espresso Bean on Ravelry. The winner of the project bag is post number four, Knitster Monica from San Francisco. Who made seven projects. She did a lot. I was so <laughs> impressed. And Zoe is making two project bags. And the next winner was post number 14, KDKCON, who is Kate from Wisconsin, who made a cute little baby sophisticate cardigan. Super cute. And then Kathy of Straight Fork, Straight Fork Farms, who you just heard about from Gail, donated the skein of yarn. And that goes to Cozy Couch, post Yay, number Cindy. 134. Who is Cindy from Colorado, from Colorado, for a shawl, cowl, and two hats. Good job, Cindy. <laughs> Cindy's a frequent poster in the group as well. And our moderator, Robbie, who is Photo Knit Gal, is donating the Sock Architecture Book from Laura Neal. And the winner of that is post number 130, Denise 515. Denise from Rhode Island. And we are being serenaded by the car next to us right now. They're either reparking. Let's pause. Yeah, we're going to pause for a moment. So sorry for that serenade. We finally <laughs> had to ask him to turn his radio off because he literally was 
getting dressed in his hat and his jackets and his sweatshirts and his <laughs> so, leaving the car running. Yeah, the very whole time. Strange. We were very in, strange. enjoying. There's an otter out in front of us now, and there were two dolphins or porpoises, dolls porpoises probably that went by very briefly. We got to see them very briefly, so it was a fun intermission, even though you guys weren't with us. <laughs> so let's go back to the prizes. So. I was saying Robbie donated the sock architecture book by Laura Neal and Denise from Rhode Island, who knit three pairs of socks perfect, for the knit along. Couldn't perfect. get better than that. Next and one. next we have an Aaron Lane bags needle organizer donated by Gail's mom, Lori. And that goes to post number 120, Melissa Martin, who is Melissa from Massachusetts, for her Lily Pilly shawl. She had her sparkly one that she wore to the, to the library. <laughs> and Becky, who is Green Thumb, G-R-E-E-N-E Thumb on Ravelry, donated two of her patterns. The first winner is post number 43, Lauren S., who is Lauren from Chicago, who knit six, six. projects. Another pattern from Becky, who is Green Thumb, goes to post number 125, Jennifer S.C., for a hat and two pairs of knit mitts. And Wendy Whalen from Nitty Kitty Bags on Etsy donated a zippered project bag. And the winner is number 148, Knit All the Stuff, who is Jen from Maryland. And Jen is a frequent poster in our groups as well. And she knit Azuzu's Petal and a star shower. So both scowls or (laughs) hybrid cowl shawls. Next, we have a pattern collection, the Varescent Collection, donated by Katie, who is Katinka on Ravelry. And that goes to post number 123, These Joys, who is Joyce from Boston for her hat and Lily Pilly shawl. See, there are two Lily Pillies who won, and that's kind of the universe telling me I need to cast my own because <laughs> they're both so pretty. And my friend Paige, who is Decapo Knits, she is Faya PL on Ravelry. She donated three patterns, and the first one goes to post number 146, who is Later Knitter, our friend Kristen from Arizona, who knit a beautiful spectrum. Yeah, I can't wait to cast on my spectrum. Another pattern from Paige goes to post number 75, who is KN2 from Los Gatos. She's local to us for her Ryuto, Ryuto and Bex sweaters. Yeah, they're both beautiful. Super pretty, textured, gorgeous sweaters. Two sweaters. Very Two. impressive. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and the third pattern from Paige goes to post number 73, D-R-S-M-A-K. I never know if that's Dr. Smack (laughs) or Dr. Smack. (laughs) (laughs) That's Tara from Hagerstown. And she knit the Wake Sweater by Veronique Avery. She knit hers in the beaver slide worsted that I was knitting. I was trying to do Times Square from the same yarn. Mm. And so we were comparing notes on that. And her, I think her gauge was different than mine. And hers looks beautiful in that yarn. And then next we have a pattern, the Aisley Sock Pattern, donated by Anna, who is Alpaca Anna on Ravelry, goes to post number 17, Danica 53. Let's see. She had three, oh, she has three babies in the family, and she knit three baby sweaters and socks. I'm sorry. I'm scrolling the mouse way <laughs> over to the side here. And the next one is also a pattern from Anna, Alpaca Anna, her Astrid Socks pattern. And that went to post number 15, CG, who is our friend CG in France. And she knit the relaxed sweater, a hat, and a pair of socks. So all of the sock patterns went to sock knitters, which was very cool. That is cool. Not everybody is a sock knitter. I really liked the relaxed sweater, it's too. It's so pretty. That's one that I would like to make. I think she said she's going to make another one, too. I think she did. Yep. And then we have two patterns donated by Estella Haynes. First one goes to post number 83, KJDA, for her Heritage Trail hat in Malabrigo Rios in the beautiful lettuce green color. That's a beautiful color. 
And then the last prize, the second pattern from Estella Haynes, goes to post number 46. That Shady Stroll, Jennifer from New Jersey, you won for your little Fair Isle hat, which was so precious. So congratulations, everyone. I would clap, but I'm holding up my laptop computer, <laughs> so if I clap, it's going to go crashing down in the car. So congratulations, and thank you, everybody who knit along with us. You know we only really do two knit-alongs throughout the year, and they're always so much fun, and we just really appreciate all the participation we do all the chatting and pictures and fun and thank you so much it was a great time it's a really fun and inspirational thread to look through Mm -hmm. if you haven't if you didn't finish something and so you didn't go to the thread to post you just go to the thread and look through the photos very inspirational you know what i should do i did this last year too is open the thread back up so anyone who finishes a project later can post oh, it. Yeah. The, I will that do that. I'll try to remember that when I get yeah. home. I'll unlock that thread now that we've drawn for prizes. Right. And if you finish a project that you cast on for the knit along but didn't finish it for whatever reason, show it to us when you do. Yes. <laughs> because again, very inspirational. And I really do think I need to cast on my Lily Pilly scene because <laughs> they're so pretty. One of them was even pink, kind of the coquette pink almost, and then a very light natural in a gray, I think. So similar to the colors I'm going to do. So very inspirational. Thank you so much, everybody. And that's about it for this episode, too, I think. So thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry that we couldn't share the actual physical beauty of Santa Cruz with you. Hopefully you got a little bit of the vibe from the podcast because it's glorious out here today. I'll get out and take a nice photo for the show notes. Yep. So thank you so much for listening. Happy knitting and... We'll chat again in a couple weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. And don't forget, if you're in Colorado this weekend, go see Ash. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.